Support for the following podcast comes from The Church Co., the leading expert in church websites. All you have to do is sign up, choose a monthly plan, and then their team builds out your website for free. Strengthen your community with features like a digital prayer wall, small group pages, and events. You can find out more at thechurchco.com and make sure you use the promo code CMHS21 to get lifetime 20% off any of their plans. Hey there, and welcome to the Care Ministry Podcast, a show about equipping ministry leaders and transforming communities through care. Supporting those in your church and community not only changes individuals' lives, but it grows and strengthens the church. But we want to do that without burning out. So listen in as we learn about tools, strategies, and resources that will equip your team and strengthen hope. Hey there, and welcome to the Care Ministry Podcast. I'm Laura, and on the show today, we are talking all about the caring church response. This is the process that I walk churches through to create a sustainable care ministry that transforms communities and strengthens your church. It's really about creating a culture of care in your church rather than building a specific program because programs consume resources where culture strengthens resources. My passion is for the church to be known as a safe place for people to come broken, to find hope, and for healing. For people to be seen as valuable, with purpose, and gifts that are nurtured and stewarded, and then to be sent out offering hope through their service to the community. This is where the name Hope Made Strong has come from. (laughs) Now, I am no preacher, but this reminds me of the process that Jesus walked with the disciples. He invited the disciples to have a relationship with him. They came wounded, scars, rough spots and all. He cared and nurtured and discipled them. He recognized their gifts and individual talents. And then he equipped them to be leaders and to go and serve others, including giving them the authority to do the same process that he did with them, for but for other people. In this episode, I want to walk you through the process that I do with clients. These are churches that want to revitalize their care ministry. Churches that see a hurting community and know that they are called to serve but don't know how to build a sustainable ministry that doesn't burn out their leaders and volunteers. Because this is a key with care ministry. You can't give what you don't have. So it's absolutely crucial to be mindful of the well-being of the team when developing a culture of care. So often, caregivers and ministry leaders take the call to serve as a mandate to give until they're empty. As long as others around are supported, it doesn't matter the impact to your health, relationship, or even your well-being. Everything can suffer so long as those who uh, so long as those who are you're serving are feeling supported. But this isn't okay. This isn't healthy at all. The four steps of the caring church response gathers data for you to make strategic choices. It tends to the weariness of the team. It builds the capacity of the team and it grows your community impact. So let's get started walking through these four steps. Now, obviously, when I work with churches, each step is customized to their vision, community needs, strengths of the church, and their team resources. But I think this process is valuable for everyone to follow if the goal is to build sustainable care ministries that are both effective 
and that don't burn out your team. So first, the first step of the caring church response is recognizing. This is kind of like the you are here moment or the sticker on the mall map. It's discovering what are the needs of the community, the strengths and resources in the church, and the well-being of the leadership. And these are the three different components that I recognize or I, I assess in this first step, recognize the well-being of your team, the strengths and vision within your church and congregation, and the needs of your community. It's important to recognize the needs of the community, these strengths, and the well-being of your leaders before you begin to build. The vision and strengths of your church inform how you're going to care. What is it that you're going to do? How are you actually going to offer care? The needs of the community identify who you're going to care for. And assessing the well-being of the leaders tell us when you're going to care for them. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Are you equipped? In Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, it tells us to find rest in Christ when we are weary. This requires us to first recognize if we are weary and to reflect and be introspective about ourselves and our own well-being and where we're at. Recognizing is so valuable. It's an incredibly valuable step that will inform your leadership and give you the necessary information to begin to build a culture of care in your church. If you were to work with my team, we do a community scan to learn more about your community's needs. I have conversations with key leaders to learn more about your church vision and strengths, and I collect information regarding the culture of your church and the levels of burnout of your core team. And then this leads us to the second step, which is to restore. Restoring is all about tending to the needs of the leaders so that they so that when you begin to serve others, you're doing it from a place of overflow, of abundance, and of health, rather than from a place of duty and obligation. Oftentimes when I assess for burnout and compassion fatigue in the recognized step, I hear from leaders who say that they're ready to go, they're eager to start developing a care ministry. How can we reach our community? How can we, you know, grow this area? But after the assessment, I learned that the team is actually struggling with sleep issues or they become numb or detached from their work. They're starting to avoid social situations or have this chronic feeling of being drained or perhaps even a difficulty. They find it difficult to make decisions. In fact, they are overwhelmed with the thought of caring for others because they need care for themselves. From a clinical perspective, these are the signs and symptoms of burnout and compassion fatigue. At first, people feel shame or guilt when they realize that they're weary and they're experiencing compassion fatigue. But I tell them that compassion fatigue is often the cost of caring. Like in many professions, there are workplace hazards that require people to wear equipment to protect themselves, like helmets or steel-toed boots or protect vests or you know all those sorts of things, seatbelts. It depends on the job. In the caregiving world, the workplace hazard is compassion fatigue. And in the show notes, I link to some videos and blogs that I wrote on compassion fatigue and an online course that is for ministry leaders to overcome and prevent compassion fatigue. If you want to learn more, check those out. But I'm also going to be talking about compassion fatigue in upcoming episodes. But for restore, the second step of the caring church response, we need to pause and find restoration in Christ and tend to the weariness of the team. And we do this through training and learning about the seven keys to resilience, accessing the course, finding hope and helping and developing prevention strategies with the team. 
Restoring and tending to your team is necessary and it builds a strong foundation and it actually expands your team's capacity and longevity in ministry. So the third step is the one that people often start at. It's resourcing. And resourcing is all about offering training, coaching, and supporting that helps you and your team feel equipped to care for the community. In my work with churches, I do this three different ways. I offer team training, open access to a course called the Caregiver Toolbox, and I save you time and energy and connect you with churches and organizations that offer training that meets the need that has been specifically identified for your church. For example, if your church is experiencing a lot of grief, then training on grief support would be really valuable, or perhaps there's a lot of mental health concerns, then Mental health first aid training would be beneficial. Really, this third step of resourcing is meeting the training goals. And by choosing training that fills the learning gaps of your team and addresses the needs that your community is facing. One of the most common things I hear is that people don't feel equipped to meet the complex needs of their congregation and their community. They feel overwhelmed and they don't know where to start. But when you offer training and invest in your team, they will feel confident and be competent in their skills. The fourth step is reach. And this is really all about implementation and developing sustainability. It's about walking through those practical steps that create a successful care ministry. Now that you know where to focus, your team is refreshed and restored. They are trained and confident in their ability to care. Now we focus on those practical points, communication, roles and responsibilities, intake forms, ethical guidelines, and documentation. These practical elements allow your church to create a sustainable program that has the capacity to reach your community. This allows your church to grow its community impact and influence. Having spent 15 years in the mental health space, I can tell you that there is a huge opportunity for churches to become influencers in their community. Organizations, including those who are secular, offer holistic care. Spirituality, faith is a part of that. And even though faith is valued, staff have little to no training in spirituality and guiding people through faith discovery. I've also noticed that churches don't seem to trust community or secular organizations and so don't partner with them in community projects or or caring needs. This creates silos and a fractured system. Community organizations value faith and spirituality but don't know who to refer these needs to because there's no partners in that space. Just imagine if your church is known within your community as leaders in care, a partner in supporting the community, the go-to place for those who are reconnecting with their faith, a safe place for people to wrestle with their spirituality. Your church will then find itself at the table with community leaders. Your influence and your reach will grow. Your community will be transformed by your church having a culture of care. By going through these four steps, recognize, restore, resource, and reach, you're cultivating a culture of care in your church. Care isn't just offered by a pastor or a deacon, but it flows through your team in check-ins and the support offered in small groups or in those coffee chats after service. When your church knows the needs of the community, understands their own strengths, they are refreshed and serving out of abundance. And they're offering skilled care to their fellow members 
Not only does this release the pastors from that crippling pressure to meet all the needs of the church, but it cultivates an authentic culture of care, which transforms communities. One of the trainings I offer churches is models of care or how the church fits into the models of care. Knowing the church can't meet every need of every person. Leaders can become paralyzed with this. There are too many needs. The issues people are facing are way too complex. So there's, and so there's minimal strategy or intentionality or resources put towards care. In my work, I've discovered that people, regardless of age, gender, culture, and background, are desperate for three things. They want to belong, they want to find purpose, and they want to have hope. These are the strengths of the church, and it is in care ministry that these core needs of belonging, finding purpose, and having hope flourish. I'm sharing the Caring Church response because these four steps allow you to develop a culture of care. Tend to the hurting in your church and grow your reach in your community, and it, you do it without burning out your teams. You can walk through this path on your own, or I would love to be able to work with you and support you through this journey. If you're interested in working together, go to hopemadestrong.org and book a 15-minute call. I would love to connect with you. But regardless, if you're able to work with me or you want to walk this journey on your own, I encourage you to consider these four steps, recognizing, restoring, resourcing, and reaching when you are building or revamping your care ministry. Thanks for listening. I encourage you to put what you've heard today into action. How are you going to be intentional about building a culture of care for both yourself and for others in your church? And don't forget, if you want to be reminded when an episode goes live, make sure you subscribe. Thanks for connecting and take care.